Back to Basics 2.0 Information Management by Aaron Kyle. The primary purpose of clinical documentation in healthcare settings is to provide a structure for communication among caregivers, to facilitate optimal care coordination throughout the continuum, and promote the best patient outcomes. Information management involves health record design, technology system evaluation, and patient care documentation. Perioperative nurses and leaders can use data entered into information management systems to measure metrics associated with care delivery. Health record documentation comprises paper methods, electronic methods, or a combination of both. Effective design and use of perioperative information management systems can provide a foundation for optimal communication among all members of the perioperative team. Perioperative RNs review the electronic health record, EHR, or paper documents to verify completeness and plan intraoperative patient care. They also document nursing interventions and patient assessments relative to the perioperative plan of care. The AORN, Guideline for Information Management, describes recommendations associated with a perioperative documentation plan that integrates nursing workflow, data capture, electronic decision-making support tools, and a description of required documentation components. When designing, implementing, and evaluating documentation systems and improving documentation practices, perioperative RNs and leaders should review the entire guideline and the resources relevant to documentation requirements and apply them to their facility and patient population. Practice Point Health Information Technology and Standardized Vocabularies Facility leaders should implement health information technology, HIT, systems for documentation in perioperative areas. According to the American Recovery and Reinvestment Act of 2009, HIT includes the quote, hardware, software, integrated technologies or related licenses, intellectual property, upgrades, or package solutions sold as services that are designed for or support the use by healthcare entities or patients for the electronic creation, maintenance, access, or exchange of health information. End quote. The facility's HIT systems must either be certified or meet governmental certification criteria. Facility leaders should implement HIT systems to standardize EHR documentation for continuity of patient care and improved interoperability, that is, exchange of information across boundaries. Structured clinical vocabularies in HIT systems can enhance interoperability among electronic systems and may contribute to improved documentation, knowledge generation, and use of clinical guidelines. Vocabularies can be incorporated into clinical decision support, interactive computer-based programs in an EHR that provide advice, reminders, or data interpretation to facilitate decision-making at the point of care. Integrating a standardized vocabulary into the organization's EHR can help personnel leverage the data entered during patient care. Documentation burden involves six overlapping domains that may affect healthcare information collection, reimbursement, regulatory, quality, usability, interoperability, and self-imposed. Each domain has specific stakeholders. For example, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, 
CMS, insurers, regulatory agencies, quality personnel, HIT departments, EHR vendors, nurses. And a comprehensive approach is needed to decrease documentation burden. In addition to enhancing data use and clinical decision support, HIT and DHRs may help reduce nurses' documentation burden and increase the time that they have available to provide patient care. Informaticists and perioperative nurses should design data capture tools that support patient care activities and avoid redundant data entry. Practice Point Perioperative Nursing Documentation Documenting the patient's perioperative experience involves interdisciplinary participation, for example, by nurses, anesthesia professionals, and surgeons. Collaboration among professionals is essential to capture the needed elements of documentation for each patient effectively. The documentation should reflect an accurate and comprehensive record of care. Inpatient hospitals and ambulatory surgery centers, ASCs, participating in reimbursement from CMS, must meet minimum documentation requirements. In general, the minimum documentation requirements for hospitals are more extensive than those for ASCs. The minimum requirements encompass a variety of elements, such as the patient's history and physical examination, diagnosis, informed consent, and complications, medical record entries, licensed practitioner orders, and patient identification. There can be additional facility-mandated or organization-recommended documentation requirements. For example, the Joint Commission supports documentation of the timeout. The American Society of Anesthesiologists recommends use of the ASA Physical Status Classification System, and the American College of Surgeons provides guidance for surgical documentation. AORN recommends that nurses document assessment findings, nursing diagnoses, interventions, outcomes, and evaluation of progress toward the anticipated outcomes. When designing a perioperative record or making changes to an existing record design, nurse informaticists and perioperative nurses should collaborate as an interdisciplinary team. The process can involve designing, editing, and customizing electronic patient information systems and tools. The product of the team's work should provide a clear representation of the patient's experience and include embedded clinical decision support technologies. The perioperative record should incorporate standardized frameworks and terminologies to promote interoperability of healthcare data and support a centralized database for quality and research. The perioperative nursing dataset is a standardized perioperative nursing language that can be used for documentation and procedure information. It can be mapped to additional standardized languages, such as ICD-10-PCS, International Classification of Diseases, 10th Revision, Procedure Coding System, and integrated with several EHR systems. Practice Point Informed Consents As a condition of participation, CMS requires that the patient record include a quote, properly executed informed consent form, end quote, for all non-emergent invasive procedures. The perioperative nurse's role includes verifying documentation of informed consent before the beginning of any operative or other invasive procedure. Verifying documentation involves reviewing the evidence that an informed consent discussion occurred. 
Because obtaining informed consent is a process that involves a discussion between the patient and a clinician who is qualified by the organization to obtain informed consent. For example, surgeon, interventional radiologist. Perioperative nurses generally do not perform this task. In some situations, an advanced practice nurse or a physician assistant may be qualified by the facility to obtain informed consent. The Joint Commission recommends use of support tools, for example, decision aids, graphics, interactive media, and everyday language, rather than medical jargon, during the informed consent discussion. The CMS indicates that a well-designed process for informed consent would likely include 1. A description of the planned operative or other invasive procedure and anesthetic. 2. The indications for the procedure. 3. The material risks and benefits of the procedure and the anesthetic. 4. Other treatment options, including risks and benefits. 5. The likely consequences if the patient declines the procedure and other options. 6. Identification of personnel performing the procedure and administering the anesthetic. 7. Identification of individuals who will perform critical tasks, for example, making or closing the incision, dissecting tissue, placing IVs, implanting devices. And 8. The role of qualified medical practitioners who are not physicians in important task completion, for example, performing surgery, administering anesthesia, in accordance with state laws. The facility's informed consent process should include considerations for both allowing sufficient time and providing a supportive setting for patients to achieve full comprehension, make a fully informed decision, and to give consent. These considerations are particularly important for patients facing language barriers or with limited literacy that can inhibit understanding and self-determination. Conclusion Clinical documentation provides a structure for interdisciplinary caregiver communication associated with patient care coordination. Governmental regulations specify some of the requirements for healthcare documentation, including those associated with HIT and DHRs. The requirements for perioperative documentation in hospitals are more complex than those for ASCs. Facility leaders should use HIT systems to promote standardization of EHR documentation. This technology should support interoperability and the use of standardized vocabularies to decrease clinicians' documentation burden. Perioperative nurses should collaborate with nursing informaticists when designing perioperative documentation systems. Additionally, perioperative nurses should understand the difference between obtaining informed consent and verifying documentation of informed consent. The facility's informed consent process should allow time for patients to receive and understand information associated with the planned procedure before signing a consent. This Back to Basics 2.0 article contains three knowledge checks. I will now read the first knowledge check for the practice point, Health Information Technology and Standardized Vocabularies. Piper, an OR director, convenes an interdisciplinary documentation team to design a perioperative record and determine the associated documentation requirements. She includes Holly, a perioperative RN and nursing informaticist, and Stan and Aiden, who are nurses in the preoperative area and post-anesthesia care unit 
respectively. The three bedside nurses meet with Piper to discuss the organization's requirements for documenting the patient's preoperative NPO status. Piper suggests that the team develop standardized language for NPO status verification with an accompanying checkbox. Stan believes that each nurse who assesses the patient preoperatively should document verification of NPO status using free text. However, Holly suggests that the nurse who performs the initial assessment should be responsible for documenting verification of the NPO status. She believes that the documentation can be reviewed by other personnel, for example, the RN circulator, but does not need to be repeated. Aiden supports the idea of a checkbox and verification of NPO status after initial assessment and documentation. In this scenario, who did not follow the practice point? A. Holly B. Piper C. Stan or D. Aiden I will now provide the answer. In this scenario, Stan did not follow the recommended practice point. I will now read the second knowledge check for the practice point, perioperative nursing documentation. Facility leaders at a tertiary hospital in a large health system plan to add a service line that will affect the OR department. In anticipation of the additional service line, Mary, the director of perioperative services, realizes that the facility's perioperative EHR will require review and possible revision. She begins to convene an interdisciplinary team and contacts Loretta, the perioperative educator, and Dr. F., the chair of the Surgical Management Committee, for team member suggestions. Loretta suggests a nurse informaticist with perioperative experience. Dr. F. suggests including a specific perioperative RN who excels at finding information in the EHR. Mary describes the personnel selection process for the EHR review during her monthly meeting with John, the chief nursing officer. She lists the individuals whom she contacted for recommendations and their choices. After hearing her report, John advises her to include a nurse informaticist from the inpatient nursing units of another hospital in the health system who recently facilitated the revision of all the nursing documentation platforms at that facility. John tells Mary, that Dr. F.'s recommended perioperative nurse does not need to be included on the team because the nurse informaticist at the other facility has more EHR experience. In this scenario, who did not follow the practice point? A. Mary B. John C. Loretta or D. Dr. F. I will now provide the answer. In this scenario, John did not follow the recommended practice point. I will now read the third and final knowledge check for the practice point, informed consents. ASA is a preoperative RN at an ASC, where surgeons, advanced practice nurses, and physician assistants are authorized to perform the informed consent process. While completing the preoperative admission activities for a patient undergoing a carpal tunnel release with Dr. I, an orthopedic surgeon. ASA identifies that there is no informed consent documentation in the EHR. After finding a blank consent form in the paper records, ASA notifies Dr. I that the consent is not complete. He tells her that he will send Schuyler, an advanced practice nurse, to the preoperative area to complete the informed consent process with the patient. When Taylor, 
a recently hired RN circulator who finished orientation two weeks ago, arrives in the preoperative area. She tells Asa that she just passed Skylar in the hall and that Skylar told her to obtain informed consent before bringing the patient to the OR. She says this is a new experience for her and is unsure what the process entails. Asa tells Taylor that she will page Dr. I for assistance. In this scenario, who did not follow the practice point? A. Asa B. Taylor C. Dr. I or D. Skylar I will now provide the answer. In this scenario, Skylar did not follow the recommended practice point.